Welcome to the Treasured Wellness Podcast, where we talk about all things health and where nothing is off limits. You will uncover what may be holding you back so that you can break those chains, get to the root cause, and walk into freedom with confidence, the way God intended for you to live. Hi, I'm Michelle McCoy, functional health coach and holistic lifestyle advocate. Ladies, together we are going to dig deep into real life so that you are educated and equipped to create the whole health you desire without the overwhelm. Now more than ever is the time for breakthrough, action, and restoration. It's time to get intentional and reclaim your health. If you're ready for mind, body, and soul clarity, then let's get to it. Hey guys, happy Friday. Welcome to this Faith Friday episode. I am so glad you are listening. And today I wanted to talk about something that we talked about in my class this week for my lifestyle program. And I think it's something that we have all at one time or another wondered. And that is, does God see us? Does he really see us? I know I have wondered that. I have often thought, God, do you see my tears? Do you see my pain? Do you see what I'm going through? Do you see my distress? And David felt that way too, because he talks about that in the Psalms, you know, and it's just so interesting because always at the end, David would say, yet I know that you are with me. I know. And so he had that assurance, even while his flesh was feeling that maybe he was in the middle of a doubt cycle, right? We get in these doubt cycles where it's like, okay, God, I know you're there, but do you see me? Do you really see what's going on in my life? And so in my devotion earlier in the week, I was reading about Hagar. So I was reading in Genesis 16, and I kind of went all the way through to just kind of follow her story. But in Genesis 16, the backstory is, is that Hagar was the slave that bore Abram a son because his wife, Sari, I don't know if I'm saying that right, but this is before she, her name was changed to Sarah. She was unable to get pregnant. And so her idea was, hey, here's my maidservant, go ahead and sleep with her. And so he did, and she became pregnant. I mean, you know the story. And when she was pregnant, then Sari was like, she kind of like got a little cruel and mean and mistreated her. And so it got to the point where Hagar felt despair. And she felt like she had nowhere to go. She had no hope in the situation. So she ran away. And when she ran away, an angel of the Lord found her. And he said in verse 8, Genesis 16, verse 8, Hagar, slave of Sari, where have you come from and where are you going? And she replied that she's running away. And he said to her, go back to your mistress and submit to her authority. The angel of the Lord said to her, verse 10, I will greatly multiply your offspring and they will be too many to count. The angel of the Lord said to her, you have conceived and will have a son. You will name him Ishmael for the Lord has heard your cry of affliction. This man will be like a wild donkey. His hand will be against everyone, and everyone's hand will be against him. He will settle near all his relatives. So she named the Lord who spoke to her, You are El-Rai, 
For she said, in this place have I actually seen the one who sees me? And then it goes on to say that she went back and she gave birth. And so she acknowledged that God saw her suffering. God saw her distress. And he was with her through it all. And that gave her the confidence that she needed to go back to her home, go back to what she knew. And so when I think of this, when I think of El-Rahi, the God who sees me, it brings me comfort and relief and peace, really. And then many years later, we go to Genesis 21, when Isaac had been born. Now their names are changed to Sarah and Abraham. But it says in verse 9 that Sarah saw the son mocking the one Hagar the Egyptian had born to Abraham. So she said to Abraham, drive out the slave with her son, for the son of the slave will not be a co-heir with my son Isaac. Well, of course this upset Abraham because he was still his son. But God said to Abraham, picking it up in verse 12, do not be distressed about the boy and about your slave. Whatever Sarah says to you, listen to her because your offspring will be traced through Isaac. And I will also make a nation of the slave's son because he is your offspring. Early in the morning, Abraham got up, took bread and a water skin, put them on Hagar's shoulders and sent her and the boy away. She left and wandered in the wilderness of Beersheba. When the water in the skin was gone, she left the boy under one of the bushes and went and sat at a distance, about a bowshot away, for she said, I can't bear to watch the boy die. And while she sat at a distance, she wept loudly. God heard the boy crying, and the angel of God called to Hagar from heaven and said to her, What's wrong, Hagar? Don't be afraid, for God has heard the boy crying from the place where he is. Get up, help the boy up, and grasp his hand, for I will make him a great nation. Then God opened her eyes, and she saw a well. So she went and filled the water skin and gave the boy a drink. God was with the boy and he grew. He settled in the wilderness and became an archer. He settled in the wilderness of Paran and his mother got a wife for him from the land of Egypt. So it's really just showing that twice in the Bible, Hagar was seen by God. Her distress, her tears were seen by God. And God helped her in that. God helped her in her despair. And so I just wonder if that gives you comfort today that God sees you right where you are? Does this bring you comfort? Does it bring you relief? Does it bring you peace? I hope it does. It does for me and I hope it does for you. And I know that this is a common complaint among women who just do everything for everyone else and they put their own self last and they don't take care of themselves because frankly, they're just too exhausted taking care of everyone else. But God sees you. And God wants more for you. He wants you to come away with him and rest. And I talked about that a few episodes ago, that he wants us to come away with him and rest. So if you are feeling like maybe God is not seeing you, just pray this prayer along with me. And I pray that it fills your heart with peace and comfort. God, you see me. You truly see me. And your plans for me are greater than I can even imagine. In you I find my true rest, so I come to you today. I come to you weary, weak, and exhausted, but also filled with the hope that only you can give me. As I seek you and I lean on you today, 
Thank you, Jesus, that you really see me. Thank you that you are El Ra'i, the God who sees me. That brings me great comfort today. In Jesus' name, amen.